Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lefties Lounge Podcast. By the end of Saturday, it was we need to take out the young team. We need to take out the lefties. Yeah. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck. I would love to throw my club in the fucking water. I can't even tell them that I have a podcast, which is terrible <laughs> for the podcast brand, but I'm about to light these guys up. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Lefties Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Ron Newkirk, riding solo for this little intro that we have uh, before we get into a awesome interview uh, with Mr. Chris Ayers. Um, just want to talk to you guys. We, we took a little trip up to York, Maine, uh, me, John, and our buddy Hammy, the rules official. Uh, we, we rode up to York, Maine, to the Ledges Golf Club to play with um, Jordan Yanni from F3P. Uh, awesome course. Uh, shout out to Jordan. He hooked us up with, uh, with the tee time and, and covered our rounds. Just a standout guy. Um, and the course did not disappoint either. Um, absolutely stunning views. Pretty much every tee box. I couldn't tell you how many tee boxes I got to and was just like, wow, look at this view. Like it was way past my expectations. Um, definitely worth the three and a half, four hour drive that it took us to get there. Um, we all played decent. Um, some better, better than others. Uh, John played pretty well for a stretch. Uh, he had a a eagle, a hole out eagle on one of the holes. It was maybe the seventh or eighth hole, maybe. Um, hold out from about a buck thirty. Pretty awesome shot. Um, I had, I saw the shot. I saw it land, and I saw it trickling back. Like he hit it perfectly off the center of this hill, uh, with a little bit of cheddar. Spun back, and I looked back at John to just be like, "Holy shit!" Like you spun that back. I look back at the hole and Hammy was like, dude, that went in <laughs> and sure as shit it did. So uh, great shot by him. Um, moral of the story that day was we all three putt way more than we needed to. Um, the greens were so fast and just I, you couldn't get a read on them. Uh, very true. They went, you know, where they were supposed to, but it was just so fast hard to uh if you weren't close to the the hole there was a good chance you were three putting um we played a little match play game uh it was me and jordan against uh hambone and john uh they went out to a we just played a nasa game uh me and jordan pressed early didn't work out for the front nine we were down a lot uh made a pretty pretty triumphant Come back on the back nine, which uh, made all those three putts that much better. Um, but yeah, it was such a great time. Uh, definitely would do it again and would definitely recommend that. Uh, we're going to have a, a video coming out of that to highlight ledges. Um, we got a bunch of content coming out too. Um, I know Frankie's been tirelessly working on the Belgrade's Lake video uh, that John and Nate went on that we had talked about. Um, so that's going to be coming out. Look out for that. 
Um, and then the next, the next big thing is after, after this episode is going to be all about the Connecticut masters. Uh, we have a preview show. We're going to try and get interviews from all the guys where they're feeling. Uh, there's a good chance we're going to do a ranking system or like a Vegas odds, uh, based off of everyone's last three scores and, and where we think everybody's at. So that'll be fun to go through next week. Then the weekend after is the actual Masters tournament, so we're all getting super, super pumped about that, trying to get as many rounds in as possible, so watch out for all of that. Um, Before we get into the interview, I just want to say that it was nice to see some good golf being played this weekend, too. Uh, Shout out to Martin Laird, who won in a playoff with Matthew Wolf and, geez, Austin Cook, that's who it was, Austin Cook. Uh, Two young guys, obviously Matt Wolf is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Thought he might have been able to pull it off, but that par 3, 17th was just not... uh, Laird made a great putt, and and those two didn't. So he he hasn't won in a long time, so it's good to see him win. Uh, It's basically like when you're... If you haven't won on the PGA Tour... Uh, in a while and you win like in the next couple months you're basically getting a three-year exemption because you are exempt through 2022 um, so this being the most events played in the PJ tour and however long it's just uh, it's a really good time to win so shout out to martin um matt wolf uh, now because john's not here i think i can just pump his tires a little bit matt wolf is just he's awesome he's playing some lights out golf and uh, i'm interested to see how long he can keep this going if it's sustainable i think it is uh he's just got so much power in that swing and um it just i mean bryson's proving still that power is king uh speed is king in the pga tour right now he bryson did some stupid things in this course. He carried a 350-yard drive onto a green on a par four. Um, the things he's doing is crazy. So excited for all the golf coming up. It's going to be much better fields leading up into the actual Masters. But before that, we are going to be we're going to be really really highlighting our Masters. We're excited about that. Um, we have some a, a new sponsorship coming in too. Uh, excited to release that. So there's there's a lot of good things coming. And again, we appreciate everyone listening in. Uh, make sure if you, if you have a chance, give some reviews and ratings to iTunes or wherever you can if you have a spare minute. Uh, it always helps us out. And um, yeah, without further ado, we're going to turn it over to Mr. Chris Ayers. And, and we have, it's just a great interview. Kid brings so much fire uh, he's just very likable, and uh, we're me and John are both very excited about this, and hope you enjoy it. So here it is, Chris Ayers. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lefties Lounge podcast. I'm John Graphic, uh, as always, with Ronnie Newkirk. Ronnie, what's going on? Mr. Graphic, how are you doing tonight? Very well. We have a very special episode tonight. We have uh, Chris Ayers with us. Chris is uh, hails from Wethersfield, Connecticut, so a New England native. Uh, he is currently a senior at Old Dominion. Um, Chris has quite 
quite the uh, rap sheet already. He's got. Uh, he was a two-time All-American or two-time All-State golfer at Weatherfield <laughs> High. Uh, not All-American. Yeah. Well, not that well, good. Well, not that okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, but he is very good. So he in 2016, Chris won the uh, Junior Tournament of Champions. Uh, he was the number one seed in the 2019 Connecticut Amateur. Um, he currently holds not one but two Connecticut course records, which uh, we are excited to talk about. But uh, Chris, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Lefties Lounge. What's up, man? Glad to have John, you, Ronnie. Yeah, thanks for um, bringing me on. I'm a big fan of the Lefties Lounge, and I'm excited. Yes, awesome, well, man. Great to hear. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris. So we're just gonna we're just looking to kind of give everybody a a little bit of tell a little bit about your uh, your story. Um, kind of give give a little background on when you got into golf. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know, I've been I've been swinging a golf club ever since I was like one years old. You know, like many kids of golfers, but um, I, yeah, I, I kind of fell out of golf for a while, picked up other sports, particularly basketball. I got into baseball. So yeah, golf was really took a back seat for a while in my life. And um, when I was 15 years old, going to, you know, I was soon to be 16. I think I was like a freshman or freshman in high school, something like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe a sophomore, actually, sophomore in high school, I really started getting back into golf and taking it seriously. I really that's fell in love with the game then. That's so awesome. That, um, yeah. Kind of a late start, really. Um, I feel like that happens a lot with, um, with younger kids. Like, golf isn't really a fun sport when you're, when you're young. It's kind of boring, honestly. It, like, like, to be honest, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd rather play with play basketball with my friends or, you know, go to the park, play, pick up baseball, you know, that, mm -hmm. that's pick up football, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Golf wasn't really the thing young kids do. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I learned, <laughs> I learned a little later that golf is actually the, the greatest sport there is and really fell Amen. in love with Amen. it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Later in high school. And yeah. I took it very seriously. Sophomore, junior, senior year of high school. And, um, all the way up until right now you know currently a senior at old dominion so yeah so, so yeah what, what uh what sports so you didn't play you didn't play golf your freshman year in uh, high school what sports did you play yeah so i didn't play golf freshman or sophomore year oh wow. uh, well i actually didn't start playing golf seriously competitively until the until... summer after sophomore year yeah wow. going into junior year so yeah late start there you know there's some learning curves for sure some high scores, but um, yeah. So freshman <laughs> year, <laughs> like everyone, we can um, relate. Yes, we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fresh freshman year, yeah, I played um, big basketball guy then. Basketball, nice. I played soccer in the fall and baseball in the spring. You know, typical, and then basketball in the winter. So nice. Um, and a similar, same thing, sophomore year as well. Followed that path. Gotcha. So um, you, you mentioned you mentioned basketball, obviously. Um, Basketball kind of runs in your family a little bit. I know your dad was an All-American at Central Connecticut. Um, did he did he have any influence in golf? I know he's probably he's pretty good golfer himself. Yes, yeah, he actually had a lot of influence. Um, so, like I was saying, I was swinging at like one years old. Uh, my dad, big time basketball player at Central Connecticut. He was an All All-American back, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, he, he was a very good, very good player. Um, obviously to have that accolade but yeah i would say at, so <laughs> as he got older and couldn't play basketball anymore he really he took up golf probably seriously 
around like 30, you know, and he wasn't great at first, but he was a good athlete and he really has been working on it ever since. So um, when I was born, golf was his new found passion, you know, in a way. So he, yeah, he yeah. raised me as a golfer for the first couple of years of my life, swinging a lot, you know, as many kids do. But um, yeah, so he, he, he always played and, you know, he was okay with me not playing so much golf when I was young because I was in a basketball, like, like yeah. he was, he was a kid and um, baseball, football, you know, all the, all the other sports. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, as I got older, you know, he, um, he, he did help me out, you know, just with the beginning stages of golf. But um, then I just took over and really have been on this like amazing journey. Yeah, that's it's crazy to me that um, he probably didn't want you to play. I'd like speaking as a father, I I want my kids to play, but I don't want them to play a ton because that's going to take away from my golf. So <laughs> when, <laughs> um, but no, so no. you said you said you didn't play freshman or sophomore year. What was what was the spark that kind of got you to play junior year? Like I, I, I'm guessing, like it sounds like you were kind of like. You, you'd play a few rounds with your dad or like you'd yeah, chip yeah, around I, the yard, I, that kind of thing. Yeah, like you always exactly. had clubs in your hand. But exactly. what was that? What was that spark? Was it like a professional? Was it like you just wanted to play more or what, what, what do you think it was that, that really sparked so, that? Yeah, it was weird because um, it was an AAU basketball game actually. And up until this point, like I'm in the gym every night after school, shooting hoops, you know, playing pickup. Yeah. And so I was a, I think, yeah, sophomore. It was the spring of the sophomore after the sophomore basketball season, you know, winter, spring, um, probably like March, April. And um, we had an AAU game mm -hmm. against like this big time team. And they were eighth graders, like many of them. But they, they're, very, they're very good players. Was it, C yeah, was it CBC? <laughs> it was CBC. <laughs> yeah. But um, they had, you know, a lot of future college players on the yeah. team. And but regardless, they're eighth graders. I'm a sophomore, and my whole life has been basketball up until this point. And I, let's just say, like, we got kind of embarrassed. And <laughs> By a my bunch dad's of eighth like, graders. <laughs> my my dad's like, man, you know, my dad's very supportive. But he goes, that was pathetic out there. Yeah, he goes, he goes, you should like take up golf or something, man. Oh that, my that was god! Rough. Like kind of jokingly. But then, like, in the ride home, like, it was a tough loss. I don't want to say that influenced it. But I really thought to myself, that's not a bad idea. I can play golf. I can do that. Well, yeah. and so, so I joke around and say that that's why. But um, it does probably have something to do with it. But, you know, that summer, I started playing golf. And I wasn't bad for, like, beginning, you know, as a sophomore, really. Yeah. Like really playing, playing your own score. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't terrible. I was actually pretty. Yeah, I was. You know. What were you shooting decent. then? Like when you first started, what were you? Were you like this, popping off seventies or like? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's it's crazy because it was a long time ago. Um, I yeah. would say no. I was to say like, but I wouldn't say too. Nothing too too bad. Probably like mid eighties, eighties. You know, I was okay, like a sophomore, so. just like just like that, just picking it up. It makes and, me feel equally as bad because that's probably where I'm at right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's where, yeah. So, and then I'm like, huh. And then, and then I, I would hit a couple good shots, just like, you know, every weekend golfer. Oh, yeah. Say, I, I could do this. Like, I, I could seriously repeat this and just do it over and over again. And 
just shoot under par. That was my thought process, even though it didn't happen for a couple years later. But wow. I, I was really committed and really, I, I persuaded myself that I, I could do this at a high level. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a great story, as, first off, as far as self-awareness. Um, when walking in, <laughs> I, I tell you what, especially at that age, I remember that age range, and walking into AAU gyms with eighth graders, with uh, the, the teams with Division One talent was a, was a big eye-opener. Yeah, I think I got dunked on, and I'm yeah. like, it's, it's kids in, mi in middle school. Something's not right. Let's stick on your high school journey a little bit. Um, I okay. know, so I saw that you guys, your senior year you guys finished, uh, was third in the state tournament? Third in state tournaments, yes. Do, yes. You, do you remember what course that was at? Yes. Okay, the only, was it, was it the, was it water, was it in Watertown? No, no, no. It wasn't, um, was it my senior year or junior year? Um, I'm trying to think. I forget my, I forget one of them. One was Timberland in Berlin. Yeah. And the other one was like Crestview yes, or something that's, like that. that's Crestbrook, Crestview. Something. Crestbrook. Something like that. Yeah, Crestbrook, I think. I bring that up because, so I played golf my, only my senior year in, in high school. Um, kind of similar to you in the sense that like, I just picked it up for fun I wasn't I mean definitely not similar to you in 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 the game but <laughs> I just picked up for fun I was like right. I, so my buddies are like yo we can we can walk across the street and play golf for free after after high school every day nine holes I was like oh. yeah literally our high school our old high school is across the street from our our course so pretty sick setup <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome so yeah. do, do you do you remember so i we played that uh the state tournament i remember i played that that course as well do you remember what you shot that day 78 okay. all right so i believe so all right, I, so maybe to... 77 76 something like that i just know it was raining it was playing hard and it shows like my my level then i felt like i played decent and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, if I shoot 78, it's like, geez. Well, right. What Bad day. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be so what nice happened? to do. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot a 78 and I'm fucking going wild. <laughs> so, so obviously with, with, you know, the, the later high school start and, you know, the golf journey starting later. So how did, like, what was the recruiting scene like? Obviously you end up at Old Dominion, but was there, there was a stop in the middle? Like how, how did that go down? Yeah, correct. So yeah, coming out of high school, again, I played like golf two years competitively. I took it really serious in those two years, but still wasn't at the level I am today, not even close. Um, I wasn't recruited by any division one school out of high school. So like, you know, I, I didn't have any scholarship offers from anyone. Was, did you, so. were, did you, was your goal to play golf in college? Was like, was that what you were hoping for? Like what, where were you yes, at? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as a senior in college yeah yeah I, I mean high school sorry um yeah yeah golf at that point was like my thing yeah even and, though maybe I didn't stack up to the other people in the state people of my class you know as well as I do now golf yeah. was still my like I knew I was golfer golf was my thing yeah um yeah it was, I was kind of like not discouraged but it was an eye-opener that like yeah schools didn't no no division one school offered me a scholarship like none, not even the local ones. You like, think that's like just that because point. you played junior and senior year, though? Like if you played from freshman year, you 
probably would have been a little better, but like, do you think they held that against you kind of thing or just I mean, what do you think it was? Perhaps, you know, they, they question, you know, is this kid actually serious? You know, yeah, alcohol, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, it also has something to do with my scores probably weren't as low as they are. And obviously not even close yeah. scores I'm shooting now. Yeah. So, you know, a little, little bit of both, but you know, I don't blame them. You know, I'm not, I don't, I didn't have much of yeah. a resume. You know, I just yeah. started, but, but anyway, yeah. So out of high school, no, no offers. So I decided to contact junior colleges and just to go. And my dad being a basketball player said he had some transfers on his team from a junior college. So that was oh, another nice. way I could get into the, the, the division one level. So I want to go down South where it was warm to practice because I was a grinder. I still am a grinder. Um, so I contacted the JUCOs in Texas, Florida, like New Mexico, like Arizona, like all, all the, yeah, Mississippi. Yeah. All, all the ones in the South. And um, none really got, a couple got back to me, which was promising. And then um, one was really interested in taking me. That school was Midland College. Nice. And Coach Paz was the name of the coach. Yeah, and great – ended up being a great guy. Still, I'm still in contact with him now. And he nice. said, yeah, Chris, um, come, come down. Come down right now, and, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't have any scholarship money, but you, you have the roster spot, and we'll see what you can do. So that, that was – I was all on board. So I flew and where, down. where is Midland, just for people that don't know? Midland is West Texas in West Texas. Yes. Yeah, it's Sick. um, it's like an hour away from Lubbock, where Texas Tech is. Okay, so, cool. Like, it's yeah, West Texas. It's um, yeah, oil school country, football country. Yeah, sure. oh yeah. High school is where we'll, we'll best known Midland Odessa Friday yep. Night Lights. If, yep. Yep. Any viewers out there? I yeah, I was like living living in it. Yeah. Booby Miles. I went to some Friday night games, high school games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really big down there. But it's awesome. They're they're also really, very big in golf as well. So nice. what was so you go down to Midland, Texas? So obviously you were ready to pick up and go anywhere to just uh, in in pursuit of this. Uh, anywhere. In pursuit of yeah, golf anywhere. anywhere. So what was what was like the current? So I mean I don't know too much about the JUCO golf landscape, but where did Midland fall into that? Were they were they a good JUCO program when you got there? Like what what was it like when you got? It on turns campus? out I would have went anywhere. It turns out they were one of the top ones in the country. Just wow! Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, just like that. They already had a stacked team when I arrived. They had this guy. His name was Stefan Cronier. He was a very good player. He was one of the top Chico players in the nation. Could have went anywhere if he wanted nice. to. But I think he ended up turning pro, heading back to South Africa. But, yeah, yeah, everyone was after him. Texas Tech, I think USC, like some big times. Yeah, he could have gone anywhere. Arizona. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then my – yeah, and we, we, had, we had a very good team. That's awesome. So, so you obviously go into a good situation. So – I'm curious, kind of like, so where are you at in your, in your golf progression as far as like, um, you know, do you have a swing coach? Like wh where are you at? Obviously, you know, you, you said like high school, you really, you really dove in, you, you know, you, now you get to Juco, like what, what does it look like? What, what is, you know, what does the preparation look like? So I don't really have a swing coach up until now. I probably should have, oh. and I probably would have got better <laughs> a little bit faster looking yeah. back, but I was really just, diagnosing my swing wow. looking up youtube videos of guys rory mackery adam scott and i compared our swings based on down line and really i decided how can i 
get my swing to look like that because they're doing something that I'm not doing right. You yeah. know? Yeah. So um, just from there and then being down there talking to all these great golf minds, I ended up being befriending guys on the Texas tech team as well down there. Some, um, some of the high school kids, seniors, my friend Austin Escamilla, he's still a good friend of mine, plays at Rice now. You nice. talk to him about golf. Like I just had all this, all the head pros down there helped me out a lot. I just ended up listening to any everyone, you know, just bits and pieces. And Being a sponge. I, really, I was like a sponge. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, big time. I was That's awesome. in the morning before classes, um, ate lunch, got to practice early, and then stayed after practice. My coach was told me I was I practice the most he's ever seen. Wow. So you were, you were completely in it. Now at that that point, were, were you playing? Like you said you had a roster spot. So how does the, how does the whole thing work out? Like, do you play in all the matches? Are you just there to practice? Like what does does it actually mean? So yeah. Um, first year I was a red shirt down there. They red shirted me. So I was just practicing this whole time. Which is still sick. If you like, yeah. <laughs> which was which still sick. So that yeah. was my first year. Um, the following year, I, we come back. We have a new coach, Coach Williams, at, at the JUCO. And yeah. I – and he said, you know, he doesn't care about anyone's past. We qualified. I, I was in the starting lineup. Nice. Lit it up in every tournament in the fall. Wow. You know, we're Damn. talking. I shot – I don't even think I – Rarely shot around in the seventies. Yeah, all sixties really. Wow. 60s, 70s, 68s, 69s. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I lit it up. All of a sudden, um, all these D one schools are contacting me. It was, it was yeah. yeah. Every yeah yeah. That had, to be, good, like, yeah. That had to be a good feeling because you're like, where where are you guys at a year ago, two years ago, and now no, finally. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, what I was. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. But a bunch of D one schools are contacting me. Okay. Um. I've, I have some people saying you should hold off and wait a little bit longer, but I decided Old Dominion was the first school who really seemed interested in me. It was the first school to officially give me a scholarship offer. That was one of my two, um, in my two criterias, I want to be at a D1 school in the South yep. and South of the Mason Dixon line was my criteria in the South. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, they're there, they fit. And you know, Coach Barry, Coach Rudisil had confidence in me. We're the, we're the first coaches that at least give me a shot at the D1 level. That's awesome. So I said, okay, I'll just sign. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't wait around for other big-time schools like that I was talking to to give me an offer. Yeah. I just immediately signed. So well, that's a, I mean, that says a lot about you, too. Like, that's a loyal guy. Like, and it is nice to feel wanted, too. Like correct, yeah, that that's, had to, that had that to be pretty sick. I, a little yeah, justification, of, you know. Exactly, and yeah, so that was that's, um that was a big thing for me. Instead so, of going to a big time, you know, program somewhere right, else. Right. So that so might, you're, yeah, yeah. yeah so so you're in Old Dominion, at, we're big time too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I was gonna so, say you're talking to a couple weekend warriors here. Yeah, ODU's we're big pretty, time now. <laughs> yeah, we won a tournament this fall. We're we're. We, we are a very good golf program now. That's awesome. That's awesome. So. And it seems but, like you left – so you left Midland in a good place, obviously. I think you guys were, what, like um, top top 15 ranked, nationally ranked? Yeah, I think better than that. I think um, 
I think I was individually number 11. Yes, number that's 11 what I was. Junior college <laughs> player in the country. So Let's already go. skyrocketed my stock. Let's and go. we finished third in the national oh, championship. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and I won our conference tournament, which was a really a Damn. nice stamp, you know, just to a nice stamp, stamp it yeah. off. Yeah. Let's yeah, that's, go. So, awesome, yeah. Obviously an awesome two years down in Texas. Um, and then you go to Virginia. So curious to this point, have you, has it, oh, has it been just this, like, this rise, this, like, your, your game just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah, you, it's weird you, because, yeah. Because uh, most people in my senior year or my, no, 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 my junior year of high school, I was ranked number 122 in my class, which is just, like, way down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the state of Connecticut. Sorry, wow. in the state yeah. of Connecticut. In, in the okay. state, yeah. Yeah, yeah, out of, out of you know, high school. And you get so, to make, so you go from 122 yeah. in junior year in Connecticut to four years later as the number three ranked Juco player in the country. Correct, yeah. And now I'm one of the top amateurs in the state. Yes. That's so of all, all age, yeah. 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 Yes, which all we age. definitely want to get into. We want to get into the amateur scene. Yeah, uh, I want okay. to learn so much about the amateur scene. <laughs> I got so many questions. <laughs> but yeah, oh, 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 by the way, Old Dominion has been great. I love my coaches. They've helped me a lot. Um, yeah, they've still they've put a lot of faith in me. And yeah. Um, yeah, I played very well this fall. I was ranked, I think, 71 in the country in scoring average last oh, fall. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. so I was for for Division One. So I was, um, yeah, I had a good season, and yeah, I paid. I I just yeah, I've been steadily improving. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let, let's talk about Old Dominion. So you get there, you obviously it's a it it seems like it's going to be a pretty big jump from JUCO to Division One golf. What was that like? What was the competition level like? What was the you know whether it was what was expected out of you guys as division one athletes or, you know, coaching, you know, weightlifting, anything like that. What was that, that change like? It, it was different. Yeah. Um, in junior college, there's just the talent, the talent pool. There's guys that are just as talented in junior college, but not as much as division one, if that makes sense. Like in a junior college tournament, maybe the top five, six guys that finished, you know, are division one players. But the yeah. talent level is a big drop off after that. Division yeah, so one, the, everyone can play. The depth is just way crazier once you get up to that level. Yeah, anyone, anyone on even our old Dominion team, from you know, number one guy down to our ninth and te- or tenth guy, anyone can rip off a sixty-three in practice, just like Damn. that. And that Damn. our coach senior, yeah, yeah, like that's anyone. crazy. That's yeah. so crazy to me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are some low numbers. We're uh, we're not those used are... to those numbers, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so really, yeah, what's yeah. what's the difference? So what what say? I mean, could Old Dominion ever make like the uh, the college championship? Oh yeah. Like on TV oh, and shit. We 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 were Have... we um I we haven't when I've as we haven't made it since I've been here, but. Uh-huh. At, we we were looking like we're on pace. Really? Do you think this senior yeah. year you might be able to? Or I think we we could have had a chance. Okay. If, um, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it for COVID? Yes. We have a, this year would be the year, and our coaches even told us like this is one of his most talented teams, I and mean, he's Damn. coached um you know many 
PGA Tour players. Jim McGovern being one. I don't know if yeah. you guys know he's one on the yeah. tour. Um, I was looking many up some more, old yeah. Dominion, uh, some old Dominion alums. And yeah, he like, he said our team right now is one of the most talented. He's a, is the most talented he believes. So yeah, yeah. we we won and You guys aren't going to get a chance to do anything, or is there going to be any sort of tournaments, or what's the, what's the outlook on that? So we're we're our school. It's it's up to Old Dominion, really. I'm we're praying. I'm hoping we come back in the spring just yeah. to give ourselves a shot. I don't know how it's going to work standing wise if you know there is going to be an NCAA tournament, but we're 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 hoping. Yeah, I mean golf's a good sport for it. I mean this is. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully you got a chance and it's all outside and, and it would be super cool to see. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it would be, I, I'm, you know, you only go to college once and no, I, that's, it'd be amazing oh, to, so just awesome. to make it there. We'd and be having once big we parties. Make it there, we'll wanna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'd be having a watch party. Lefties we know lounge. that guy. We know him. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to give us uh, before we leave. Before we we move on from Old Dominion, we got you got to give us kind of. Let's hear your best, um, either best like you know college match round. Um, one of the, one of your best college experiences. That's a good question. Um, huh? At Old Dominion. At Old Dominion. At Old Dominion. Okay, this is an easy one. This isn't my best finishing <laughs> tournament, but it's just an easy one. So, the VCU Invitational. We're, we're there, and now it's been, I think, three or four years since Old Dominion has won a college event. And we're, we're, it's not like it's one-on-one. I don't for all the viewers who don't know the college golf scene, it's one on, like, 16, 17, 18 sometimes different teams. You know, it's yeah. just like there's, there's big fields. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's never, we never play one-on-one matches or, like, try none of that. Yeah like you would do in high school. It's none of that. It's um, just a bunch of teams. So, yeah, we were in the hunt going to the last round. And we're down by three or four shots to Virginia Tech. And we hate Virginia Tech. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah. Being (laughs) in-state blood. In-state blood. We're in the final round with them. And our coach, it starts downpouring. We probably all have, like, one or two holes remaining. And, you know, he's just – just has the umbrellas clapping like let's go guys we need birdies we need birdies i um i make a birdie come down the stretch my teammate carter who played amazing makes a birdie come down the stretch and all of a sudden their best virginia tech's best player i think doubled like the last oh, yeah. all of a sudden old you know we're like it's, it's gonna be close and we yeah. ended up winning by one and we Old Dominion's crazy. right in it. We were, Let's go. Yeah, oh, no. it, was, it was. Yeah, for people that don't think golf tournaments get exciting and lit, we were screaming. It was. We were jumping all around. Oh hell yeah! It, oh. it was. It was my best experience so far at Old Dominion. That had to be so Which cool. Yeah. Some of some of my favorite golf like watching is the NCAA tournament, and those guys like it. The guys and the girls. The girls get pumped up too. But the guys yeah. are just like you could see they're just let's go like so pumped <laughs> yes. up. It's like yeah. almost like a rider cup because it's like the whole like the whole team is there and like when it's coming down to like the last couple people, it's pretty crazy. So I could only imagine how that is. It um, was intense. Yeah, you have your teammates watching you. You know, as on the last hole, and you know they're really yeah. It's it's that yeah. It's a had great to be scene. crazy. Um, <laughs> before we, I know John's gonna move on from Old Dominion, but I just had one quick question. When okay. you guys practice and stuff, 
what kind of games do you play with each other? Like, is there like one specific one that you go to, like, or is it like more like just chipping or like, how, how does the practice work? I know it's got to get pretty competitive there too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no one, no one likes to lose, especially no. me, especially at practice, <laughs> you know, doesn't right. matter. Um, yeah. It gets very competitive. We play um, a lot of putting games. Okay. You know, we, uh, one of my favorites that we play and um, sometimes we'll play like a match play, like putting game, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. We have like a mini bracket. Gets nice. very competitive. Pullbacks, which is a great drill for anyone to do. If, yeah, what is that? For anyone that's not familiar with it. So it's just like a putting contest. Put everything out. We always put everything out. Um, so you hit your putt. Let's say it's like 20 feet away, whatever. I lag it up to two feet. You pull it back wherever it ends up, a putter lane. Oh, okay. So now it's a five-footer. So yeah. the point is the minimum putt is like basically a three-footer. Right. And let's say I miss the five footer, I pull it back you again. You pull it back again. You keep pulling back. <laughs> so there's no real tapping. Wow. And that that's one is sick. great. It's great practice. That's um, great. Yeah, it, that that's one of my favorite putting drills, putting games that we do. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. All right, Chris. So we obviously we touched on the Connecticut amateur scene. So why don't you give um, give us and the listeners just a rundown of exactly how you know the summer or just the full season the Connecticut amateur scene actually works? Okay. So um, yeah, the Connecticut amateur is one you know the top amateur event in Connecticut. All the top amateurs play, and I don't know how big the field is. You you have to qualify for it. Um, I think there's like 120 players, something like that, and wow. After two rounds, the low 32 at against the match play. And there's seats like one, two, three, four, you know, depending on how you play those first two rounds. And that's basically the gist of it. And then once you get to match play, one faces 32, just like a March match. Just like the USAM, right? Just like the USAM. Yeah, that's a better yeah. golf comparison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. And you did, you did pretty well, was it last year or two – 2019 yeah yeah last yeah. last summer 2019 um yeah it was at fox hop yard yeah and yeah i did very well um went into it you know confident about my game um this this was a different this was a new chris Ayers. this wasn't the chris Ayers from high school yes on the seat back on the ct scene <laughs> i um ended up shooting 70 first round which was one under I know I didn't play great, but you know, it was just, it was nice just to post something. Mm -hmm. And, um, second round, I had some really good notes, by the way, this whole, this whole tournament from, um, a good friend of mine, Dave Bernstein. He was used to be a head pro there. He was one of my dad's sure. friends. So oh, nice. it was nice just having info there. Yeah. A little so, inside knowledge. It's always inside nice. Knowledge. And, yeah. Uh, my buddy, Mark Delistrito was on the bag. So he helped a lot. Um, nice. But anyhow, I think I'm at one point five under through 14 through 13 holes in the second round. Oh, wow. Still playing well. <laughs> and I know I'm close to being – my goal was to be the medalist. Nice. And so on the par five, I forget, I forget what hole. Um, anyway, I hit a great drive, trees both sides. I, I just put it right down the middle of the fairway. And it rained a lot the day before. And I actually even got stuck in the rain. I had a, so I'm, I'm going back a little bit to the day before. Um, mm -hmm. I had to wait 
for about with 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 a lot of other people six hours just to play. Oh like wow! Four holes. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so to the shoot in red numbers that day is pretty solid. Was, yeah, no, no, it was like it was pouring. We had to stop, go. It was, it was messy. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was a good first one round of one under. So then the second round, um, it, yeah, I think I just it was a nice day. It was, yeah, I just played solid. Putter was working. Then so nonchalantly, you're five hundred and thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good. Good day. <laughs> Obviously, the putter's <laughs> fucking smoking hot. <laughs> I was playing good. Yeah. But then a big turning point—not really a turning point, but just a little thing that got me going was. So I put it down in the middle of the fairway, lift clean place. I put a tee down, pick up my ball, clean it. I place it back. It rolls over ahead of the tee. So I pick it back up and put it backwards. An official's right there. Comes over and tells me I'm not allowed to do that. Wow. What? Really? And this is while I'm like, and I'm like, what? You, you didn't touch the tee though, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll never do that again. But I guess you have to only replace it once. Which Interesting. Is, which is even though it went, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. So I got stroked. Wow. Then. Did so, you? Yeah, so I was not. What? Happy. Wait, I'm, so what? what is the rule though? Like if your tee, wouldn't it be like the same thing as marking your ball on the green? Like as long you as you think, don't take the tee out, what, this you can do whatever you want. Was this before? Yeah, well, I guess since it wasn't on the green, I guess the green has a little bit more leeway in yeah. terms of rules like that, like the Dustin Johnson rule. Like only, yeah. you know, is on the green. Damn, dude. Interesting. But That's yeah, bogus, so, though. It, that sounds it's bogus. Such a bogus, <laughs> such a bogus thing because, like, I, it, it, was, it was a perfect lie. It was the middle of the fairway. I just wanted to bring it back behind yeah. the tee. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. And I – it's a par five. I think I had six iron in. Like, oh so it was gosh. easy, you know. So I ended up parring it. And, um, or maybe so, I made bogey. Something like that. It was crazy. I think I bogeyed it because yeah. it got in my head or Did something. It, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So any, anyway, after that, like, I had like four holes left. I'm like, okay, I can still do this. I can still be the medalist. And I finished strong. And, turn in i ended up meddling so yeah damn that's so cool so meddling yeah. that so so you were the the top guy going into the weekend correct is and that was, what that means yeah yeah i was the only guy under par too and wow. oh wow being, yeah i think the other guy fell off last year but little bryce yeah, so that was shambo cool. actually little bryce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, i mean it, not for nothing but i did lose first round to the 32 seed as the one seed, I was upset. So shit happens, yeah. man. And what, and, shit happens. And, and what happened there? What was what was the story with that round? So you're just playing match play, right? Just match play. In the oh, match, okay. play match play. This is a completely different Anything game. Anything can happen. So was it, was it a college game. player or was it an older guy? <sighs> just in case, if he watches this, I don't want to say he's an older guy. He's he's a great guy. <laughs> he's not older. He's probably thirty years old. Yeah, so Phil's not old not either. Older. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's not old. Good <laughs> thing you didn't like, say that shit. What is Chris classified as old now? Yeah. Good <laughs> thing you didn't say player. older, motherfucker. I'm about to turn 34. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he wasn't old. He was um, his Jesus. Jamie Shelton, great guy. Yeah. And really, really good player. Um, Played great. Turned it on. I think he was like four under through nine. Again, so oh, yeah. wow. And like, yeah, that's I mean, an old ball. You obviously so have a target on your back. Yeah, yeah. I should have, you know, 
played better probably, but still, he played great. He won. And the good news is, I want to fast forward quickly to 2020 stadium. I drew him first round of match play. Yes. The rematch. And I redemption and I defeated him. So that nice. Was, that was the high good. Point. Yeah. That's, yeah. That That's awesome. Him and I were joking. I'm like, I've been waiting a long time for that. <laughs> Whooped your old ass. Yeah. <laughs> His old 30, you know. He's just, just glad he's great still playing. Player, yeah. yeah he's, no. he's a great player. That's he's awesome. Really great guy, too. So when That's you. So- when you come home for the summer, like, what are there other tournaments? Like, do you are, are are you staying down south the majority of the time? Is there anything in Connecticut for you to play besides that? Yeah. So CTM, CT Open, I play, and this was a kind of a weird summer because usually I'll play in like tournaments like the Hornblower, the Cape Cod Open. Um, I'll I'll go for like like the Western Am. I I usually play in the Eastern Amateur, which is outside of Old Dominion. Okay. So I'll head down to ODU for that one. Usually, but this year I got canceled. I'll try for Northeast Amps, stuff like that. But like, this was a weird year, so I didn't really have a lot ton to play in. Yeah, so, CTM. So like, yeah, all of these, all yeah. these, like in a normal year, you're playing all these tournaments, all these different different in, locations. In a normal year, yeah, I'll have like a tournament every week, maybe two a week. Yeah. So what are you? What are you like? Are you accumulating points? Are you like? Because the goal is to get into, like, you can qualify to, to the, for the USAM. Is that, like, the end goal in the amateur scene? Or, like, what is – what's what are you amateur, trying to do playing all these so amateur tournaments? I, I, like, my goal is to play in anything that's WAGER ranked. And WAGER stands for the World Amateur Golf Ranking. Okay. And so, so I um, – so to, to get on WAGER, you have to basically win a tournament that's okay. WAGER ranked. Um, and or if it's a high enough ranking, high enough tournament, you can get on by finishing like top two or top four or top, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But I got on Wagger in 2019 for meddling at the state amp. Sick. And oh, that wow. was a Wagger ranked win. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That was big. So that got me on. And I think I'm almost, I think I'm inside the top 1,000 now. Okay. On Wagger, which is, which is okay, which is good. And this was going to be my year to really propel up because all college events were Wagger, Wagger ranked. So once you're on Wagger, every event that you play in that's Wagger, you just – so I was going to like – So you start winning some tournaments and playing well, you're going to keep progressing and, and, and get up there. Okay. Yes, yeah. But um, So what's the deal with the – so is that – is the Wagger based off of like the USAM? Like how do you get into the yeah. US Amateurs? This, this year it was based off of Wagger, unfortunately, okay. because – um of the of covid yeah they didn't have, usually there's a qualifier you'd have to qualify for it but okay. i think this year they invited like the top 200 players on wagger okay. my wagger i was Damn. i was outside of it so yeah but usually um so like 2019 i tried qualifying for the usam up in long meadow i think i shot like 68 first round it was 36 whole event and i think i was in it. i think i was like in the top two advance i think i was in second going into it the oh, final wow. round yeah, I ended up shooting like 72 or 71 and Damn. missed it by a couple. Oh, Damn. I was an alternate. I was an alternate and didn't get in. Dude, because so. that tournament, freaking, I was watching it. It was at Bandon Dunes, right? Yeah, this year. This year. It was, and yeah. the wind and the weather had like no, no top ranked guy was even up there, really. Like they all yeah, got knocked out I early, was, right? I was watching it and what's made me so good 
now is um playing in West Texas, playing in Connecticut, New England. Now I'm down in Florida playing practicing. Yeah. I'm very like versatile in terms of like I'm very comfortable playing in wind from being in West Texas. It, it blows like crazy. Even Norfolk, Virginia, right on the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, blows like crazy. So watching those guys struggle on Bandon Dunes, I was really I was wishing I was out there. Yeah. Because um Oh yeah. Yeah. I've I've um got the win game. Not that's down, awesome. So but yeah, obviously I, I mean when yeah, when you talk about win game, you're talking about just basically flight control. Flighting. Yeah, yeah, I can flight yeah. the ball. Well, very low if I need to. That's so so you got and those tiger stingers. Me, no, I can just hit well, like stingers all stingers. day. Hell yeah. yeah. It's the it's the most fun shot in golf to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I can also get it up in the air, too. I, I do, like, enjoy yeah. bumps like that, too. But, yeah, well, if I obviously. need to. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I do All have right. the stinger game down, which is nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so we have to touch on this, obviously, for our, for our Connecticut local people. Uh, I know you have two course records in Connecticut currently. I know one of them's a great story. So why don't you tell us about where the two course records are and, and how those came about? Yeah, yeah. So growing up from Weathersfield, Connecticut, um, public course goodwin park golf course i grew up playing there um that's like home to me i know everyone up there nice and um yeah then i ended up going to weatherfield country club as a junior when i was like 14 or 18 so that that actually helped a lot in my golf development being able to play at weatherfield whenever i want just go off for you know but yeah going back to goodwin park um I think this was like a summer ago or two summers ago, something like, I can't keep track. I think it was last summer. Um, I was playing with my mom and so we were, we just go off, we're playing. And so I birdie one, birdie two, I birdie three, I birdie four, I birdie five, I birdie six. And like, I'm, I'm on six. I'm like, mom, like, and she she was playing okay. I'm like, and then she like duffed the chip. She only birdied five holes. I was on six. I'm like, mom, you um. She like duffed the chip. I'm like, you gotta step it up. Like, I'm I'm about to get the course record today. Like, you better pick it up. <laughs> and she's like, she was laughing at me and like, and then so I bur- ended up birding the sixth hole because I made a putt. And then seven, I stuck it, made a birdie there. So I birded the first <laughs> seven holes. Which is that? Birdies in a row. Oh my God. That's is that your personal record, or do you tell me you have personal more than seven record. in a row? No, no, that's my record. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, got twenty-eight on the front. You know. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. actually, yeah, missed a missed a few putts on the back too. Some little ones. Always. So I ended up being thirty-five. Back. Always. There's always. Always. Yeah. So I shot sixty-one. Sixty-one. So that and holds. I, that holds true still today. That holds true still today, and I've actually shot that like five times. What? That after that, so this oh summer I've done it like three or four more times. So, yeah, you gotta yeah. hit the fifty-nine club there. You're gonna do it one of these times. I, I was ten under through fifteen once. That was my best shot, and I choked, <sighs> and I bogeyed sixteen. Right, so are you, are you nervous? Like, are you nervous there? Like, so yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy because like, if I'm in a golf tournament, like, there's some sort of nerves to you. And everyone has a number. Every golfer has a number. They'll get nervous. For me, it used to be even par. If I was under par, I'd get a little jittery in tournaments. Nowadays, my number is like nine under because of this, of practicing at Goodwin where I can just make birdies and go low. Yeah. Um, 
it, it helps me in tournaments. If I'm three, four under on the day and I'm, I'm not thinking like, Oh, I got to protect, got to hold on to this. No, I'm, you're still, I'm you're to, still attacking. I'm still, it's one thing to say it. It's one yeah. thing to actually have the confidence. And we'll get on, to, on that a little bit, a little bit later to like actually do it. You, know, you yeah, have yeah. to have that mindset. You, but you know, everyone goes through it and, but yeah, my number now is like nine under before I get a little, a little jittery. That's Damn. awesome. And Damn. So so six so sixty one at Goodwin Park. What's the where where's the other track? The other one was um Blue Fox Run in Avon. Yeah. So I I never I hardly ever play there. I I think that was the only time I've ever played it. Maybe oh, I wow. played it like once before. <laughs> yeah. And, so. and what was that? What was that number? I shot sixty four minus eight. Eight under. Wow. There. 60. Damn. Wow. These are just foreign numbers to me. These are, yeah. these are, these are TV numbers to me. <laughs> no. Dude, this, one wasn't, this one wasn't great. Nothing in the twenties. This was like steady, like 32, 32. I think it was probably 72. Yeah. So yep. yeah. got the that's job. Yeah. Do you, yeah, so do you have a, do you, do you have a favorite course in Connecticut? Obviously, I'm sure none of them compare to like the actual courses that you're playing on because it's no. Connecticut. But. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, it's probably a skewed view right now. <laughs> Connecticut has great courses. Um, I would say it's tough to pinpoint one as a favorite. You know, you got you got um outside of like you know my Weathershield Field Country Club in Goodwin Park, like place yeah. I grew up on. My actual favorite course. I've played a lot of courses and um. <laughs> this is funny. Have you played Candlewood Valley yeah. Country Club? I, what, what was that? Have you played Candlewood Valley Country Club? I have not played Candlewood Valley Country Club. All right, yet. you'd break that course record too, dude. Come get the <laughs> course record with us. <laughs> okay, this summer. we're gonna have to set up. We're gonna yeah. have to set up some content. Yeah. We're gonna film. We're gonna we're gonna call the shot. He's gonna break the course record, and we're gonna film <laughs> the whole thing. Hell yeah! Hold me to that this summer. I, we'll we'll give it a run. But definitely, maybe I would say. Jeez, a course that I love is Shorehaven. Shorehaven. Shorehaven, yeah. Um, it's it's a great course. I think there isn't a hole out there that's boring, and great condition. Greens are great. That, Where is that, it? That one is. You don't even know. Putting you on the spot, Ronnie. So um, New New Haven, maybe Shorehaven. I, <laughs> I would say it's more. Um, I mean, there's probably gonna be viewers that are like these guys yeah. are so dumb no, it's, 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 in, it's, it's in norwalk right on the water perfect that's it, that's it. Norwalk. Yeah. yeah yeah we knew yeah. that we'll cut this no, out yeah, no, we knew that. Yeah. <laughs> no but um that it's it's a they have a couple holes right on the ocean well, not the ocean the water i guess yeah, um, yeah. or whatever it is but yeah it's it's a beautiful course i would say that's one of them all right, That's so listeners, awesome. you hear that? Go, go, go! Play Shorehaven. Um, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, golf is definitely the strong suit here too. No geographical knowledge at all. So, real quick before we wrap up, I want to talk to you a little bit about two things. One, um, your thoughts on the influx of speed in the game of golf, and mm. then as well mm. um, the mental process and kind of what, what, your, what your stance is and kind of what your process is mentally uh, when playing golf. So you can take it from there. So I just want to clarify one thing, John. Speed as in like speed as in like club head speed and distance or speed as in like pace of play? 
Oh no, sorry. Yes, good, good, good point. Um, speed is <laughs> in Bryce and DeChambeau speed. Okay, okay, okay. Speed is in DeChambeau. And, and actually, oh. that's a, that's another bad one too because he's kind of slow. He's been notoriously slow. He's slow, slow, yeah. but fast, <laughs> fat, like yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> speed, working out, everything. Yeah, my take on speed is well, the game. Everyone knows that the game's changing. The game's have, well, it's actually already changed. Guys like Jordan Spieth, you know, and Jordan Spieth hits it a long way if you see him on the driving range. His his game's basically kind of outdated, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, you I really would you agree? agree? Like, oh the, yeah, at least he, he could obviously win. He's a great player, but um, the guys, the long hitters, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Tony Finau, Matt Wolf. Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf, another one. Um, every week, they're, they're, they're the favorites, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really changed the game of golf. Um, and it's now been, you know, not just proven, but it's just obvious. The farther you hit the, the ball in play, it doesn't matter where it is, as long as, long as it's in play, shorter yeah. shot into the hole, you're going to make a better score. You're better the off. Better off in their walk rough with a wedge than a seven iron from the fairway, no doubt. So true. More. So yeah, it's club hit speed's definitely a thing that golfers my age and younger are trying, you know, to get ahead of and to keep up with and you know gain club head speed. So yeah, I do a couple different drills myself for club head speed. I um I'm in the gym every day, really trying to get you know fast twitch, explosive muscles. Lower body, core, glute, yeah. core, yeah. core, glutes, you know, just to explode with through the ball. Yeah. So you have, um, I, I have to touch on, now that we're on the speed thing, you have one video on your Instagram that you're swinging and mm -hmm. you create so much lag and it just seems like, that's a huge part of it too, is like yeah. the lag yeah. and then, and then speed, like you mush the ball. Like I, 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 I've watched that way too many times. Like, I don't want to sound creepy. I've seen like, I'm just like, kind of like you, what you touched on before. Like, how, how do I do that? Like, how do I how get do I do that? that? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. My, um, that, that was a great, yeah, that's a great example of my swing. Um, that was a couple years ago. My swing has gotten better since then, if that makes Sick. sense. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was, um, part of it. Not gonna lie, it's part of it's natural. You know, it's you, yeah, you yeah. are what you are, but you Being can an always, athlete. Yeah, yeah. You can always build upon what you are now. Mm -hmm. You know, and even me, like I said, my club head speed has increased since that video. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Three to four miles per hour with the driver, which is a big deal for a guy like me. Well, you were hitting but, I think you were hitting an iron too. So like Yeah, but, yeah. But like just watch like I watch swing videos all the time. We all do I do create um, a lot of lag? That's but like helps. you, you're like in a picture perfect spot where your hands are like at the bottom <laughs> and your club is parallel, and then it's just like what, like yeah. you can just hear a difference. And it's, that was it's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, part of it is just natural. But I'll tell you what, everyone, secrets to distance is lower body, like what John was saying in core. You know, mm -hmm. you got to start with your hips. You know, I. I I don't even think about swinging with my arms at all on any all different shot. All, all lower body and hip rotation, yeah. So oh, I even do a drill that I don't even, like, use my arms. I'll, I'll literally keep them extended, almost like people you'll see people chipping like that. I'll do that on full swings, just 
to get my time back. And you'll be surprised <laughs> just whipping those, your hips around how much farther the ball goes. That's so but, cool. <laughs> it really, yeah, really, yeah. Um, it seems yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And um, then, so, yeah, sorry. One more thing with, the, uh, with just the, the, the mental aspect. Obviously, so we're, we're about to go into a deep dive. We're going to talk a little, just a whole, you know, about for the Sunday Warrior, obviously not at your level. At your level, it's a completely different game. But oh, as far hi. as the pre-shot routine, mental process, all of that, kind of what's your, what's your take, what's your spin on it? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, you've, yeah, just like in basketball, foul shots, you know, everyone has a pre-shot routine. Um, the more times you can repeat something, the better off you are. Mm. Instead of just like talking to buddies and, go up and hang the ball. I mean, it's rather than having a pre-shot routine that you've practiced before, you'll be more comfortable with a higher chance you'll repeat the shot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for a pre-shot routine. I have a pre-shot routine. I do a little thing. I'll set up to the ball, put my left hand. I, I'm thinking of it. I, I, I have it's to so have second nature. Thing. You have to think about it. Yeah. 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 I'll step once with my left foot, once with my right and I'm there. I'll set up almost with my feet really close together, and then I'll step left, step right, couple. Of, I don't even think. I don't even think like that. I just after you I'm just, in my position, I just get comfy, and then just fire. Now, which that's that I feel like is like a big thing. The difference between like us and you is we can we can like talk to each other on the course and like we'd all be there. But like a guy at your level or even in the pros, they can just lock in so much. Like once they start their pre-shot routine they're locked in. And I feel like that is yeah, the biggest yeah. difference between I mean, your level I, and, you know, like, you know, upper, upper echelon. No, no, I agree. I agree. Because, um, yeah, once I practice my, and when I'm warming, when I'm hitting balls, I'm going through my pre-shot routine thousands and thousands of times, you know, mm -hmm. hundreds of, diff of times a day. So, you know, I, people can be talking to me and I'll be in my pre-shot routine. I won't even like, really hear what they're saying yeah, yeah. After wow. I hit the ball, then yeah it's kind of that which is awesome because like somebody friggin clicks their t against their ball marker in my backswing and, I, and at least i got yeah. at least i got something to blame it on <laughs> yeah no no it doesn't really bother me yeah I'll, I'll hear it obviously but i won't really face it. we even do some of that practice at old opinion so oh, yeah. like yeah don't don't test it on me this yeah. summer there's going to no, be but, some um, mental warfare when you start to come in here because you're going to be on our turf <laughs> and we're <laughs> that's funny <Okay. laughs> no but um yeah free shot routine is big if you really want to take you know a jump to the next level of golf regardless of what level you're at if you develop a free shot routine that you're strict with do it before every shot over time, just the muscle memory of getting to that position, the repetition, you'll be more consistent. Yeah. Then it's really just locking in after that, getting them. If you can just let your body do, do your thing, like that's like, – Like what I was telling John, confidence is huge yes. involved. It, it's, it's really – my coaches harp on me like 24-7 about like confidence in practice, confidence. Mm -hmm. you know, everything you do, confidence, confidence on putt confidence on a golf shot you, you know you don't want to hit a scared or a quote-unquote like a safe swing golf shot mm -hmm. I, I, i'm all for controlled swings you know i don't go i i'm a perfect example i never bash away irons a ton you know 
I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm very controlled. Tempo. But yeah. Tempo. Control, though. Control is the biggest thing. And in terms of um, pre-shot routine, you know, everyone's different. Jason Day picks a target and visualizes the ball in three yeah. years. He literally you know, closes I, his eyes and you can see him like. No, yeah, yeah. And it works yeah. for him. I, you know, whatever works for you, I don't do that. I'll just get in my pre-shot routine, pick a spot where I want to hit it and just like, and do the best I can, be, put a confident strike on it right where I'm going with either a draw or fader, like hold up a little straight ball. Damn. That awesome. must be nice to have those options. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> they don't always work. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get into some fun ones, obviously, um, this is a very weird time. You're down in Florida right now training. Uh, you guys don't have a current schedule. Um, what, what, if, if everything goes to plan, obviously, you know, outside of COVID, what does like the next year or two look like for you? Like, wh- what are your goals as far as like, what do you envision, you know, seeing a year or two down the road? Yes, of course. I'm hoping for, you know, college season. Right. As of right now, that's my, you know, like goal in in the short term, but yeah, long term, I'm going to be turning pro turning professional. I've come a long way since, you know, the high school, Chris. So that's, who didn't know what that's a, that's a goal or you are going to do it. Like, Oh no, not not really a goal. It is. It's going to happen. How successful I'm going to be. That'll be a goal. Yeah. Um, Which, which tour? So I'll be going for the Corn Ferry Tour Q School. Let's go. Maybe Let's go. as soon as the following this August. Wow. Wow. Things go right. That, that should is, be sick. That is extremely exciting. Yes. So my my thing is, what kind of ball marker do you use? <laughs> what kind of ball marker? Oh, what do I, how do I mark my ball? Yeah, like a poker chip or and is like – Is it sponsored? Oh, is oh, it currently yeah. sponsored? Not, yeah, not like what I write on my golf ball, per se. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm – a quarter guy. I'm one of those guys. Or I have um I have a little old dominion little quarter size thing. Okay. I'm not a poker okay. chip guy. I don't well, like if... poker chip golfers because like they're so big and then I'll be like, Can you move it one right? Yeah. Like, Can you just move a ten right? It's like yeah. I, well, I still only, don't look at it. The only thing we have for merch right now is a poker chip with a lefty's lounge. Oh, so we're no. gonna set we're gonna send you one and you're gonna use it on the corner because no, that's we're gonna sponsor no, my, you. Listen, by then we're gonna have much nicer stuff for Chris, all right? I mean it, I don't mind if I use it. I just don't like if other people yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Um, so right, funny. So we're awesome. gonna run down some quick ones here, some absolute <laughs> random ones. The first one okay. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Now okay. uh, you are lucky, you're lucky that this uh we ended up um we ended up having this interview this week and not last week i did read in your college bio your favorite athlete is carson wentz where are you at with carson wentz and the eagles right now <laughs> oh my goodness that, that could be an ex-favorite athlete right there oh i was not happy too, with so you know. the past couple of weeks oh, yeah so I'm a, I'm a big eagles fan obviously okay. um big carson wentz guy I'm still Ooh. a big Carson Wentz guy. Okay, <laughs> I like that. You have gotta stay tried and true. I, I was I was going crazy during the game last night. Great win, and I don't know if anyone so was caught I. the game last night. The wide receiver was from Old Dominion that um caught the game winning touchdown for the, for the Eagles. Oh no way! Wow. I did hear that, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a I'm a Niners fan, yes. so uh, yeah. 
that didn't i i heard yeah. that and i was just like oh that's cool like chris uh, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah i was yeah. like yeah fuck the eagles because i'm <laughs> no, a no, huge no. huge niners Tra- fan travis fulgum yeah he's, yeah, he's a great awesome. player i remember watching him in college he was he was a great wide, wide receiver for us that's that was awesome. the what fifty eighth guy Carson Wentz throwing a touchdown to or something like that. <laughs> no, no kidding, kidding. Our, our wide receiver have, have been decimated this year. We we yes. crazy. Our first round pick Jalen Rieger is already injured out for God knows how long. Sean Jackson's always injured. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey's just I, I don't know what to think of him Same. anymore. Same. Yeah. and all of our other starting wide receivers are just like I don't think they're that good. Right, but they're in the next right quarterback. Now. Yeah, you Ward still is don't. Quarterback. Yeah. Your top receiver, Greg Ward, is a freaking ex quarterback. You're right. At University of Houston, he played. Yeah. At. You're right. He's <laughs> actually um, not even a bad receiver. He's he, pretty he's good. He's good. He's good. He is uh, solid. He's. <laughs> all right. Back, back to golf quick. What, are okay. you, what, what, what kind of putter do you have? I have a Scotty Cameron Futura. Futura. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I like that. I'm a Scotty guy. He's a spider guy. Um, so, okay. team, one point for the Scotty guys. <laughs> I didn't know this was a, a fucking rapid, rapid fire. Uh, favorite player on tour right now? Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Um, okay. yeah. Favorite club in the bag? It's great hitting long drives. So I'd have to say putter. You know, putter. Oh, I love, love that. Love yeah. that. First gotta, one to answer putter. Yeah. yeah, putter. Favorite golf movie? I love. Can I pick two? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm greatest game ever played. Dude, great, movie. great movie. Great game. Great. I thought movie. you were gonna One, say, okay, go with two, and then I'll okay, go with two first. Tin cup. Okay, Tin cup perfect. Because West Texas, I mean, like, basically, I think I forget what town he was in, but um, there's a reference to Midland and Odessa at the end. Nice. And I'm like, hey, I, that was me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's great. And then, um, and now, do you uh, on ODU? Do you guys have any lefties? I think you do, right? Mm, you, well, I thought I saw I maybe saw a video online of one. Maybe, maybe we used to. Used to. We okay, used so it might have been old. Um, yeah, used to. Favorite lefty golf swing to watch. Favorite lefty golf swing to watch. Ready for this one? Um, you know, Phil's obviously a common name. People are going to say, I'm going with a guy no one's probably ever said on this show. Cody Gribble. Oh, I love that. I, He's the, I, he, he tapped the alligator's ass. Remember that? Correct. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I know me some Cody Gribble. <laughs> Cody Gribble. He's won on tour, I'm pretty sure, a couple years back. At least Did on he? the web.com. When it was yeah. the web.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used no, to follow. Just like when I was in high school, I followed everyone. He was a great yeah. player at Texas. Um, I love his swing. Cody Gribble. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Great. Yeah. That is yeah. great. Lefty. Yeah. Well, listen, lefty. that that is a perfect question to uh, end on. Um, Chris, it has been an absolute blast again to know you. Um, thank you so much for doing this. We are we're, we're super excited to obviously hopefully watch you in a golf season this year, and then and you know whatever whatever the future holds. But uh, we'll be rooting for you. Thanks again for coming on. Uh,